0: Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Blondes and a Brunette, presented by the Griffcast. I'm Steph Watzel. I'm here with Nolan Hopkins, Abby Wojcik, and our guest Noah Cliff. Hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. (laughs) How are you guys?
1: Good.
2: Doing well.
0: Happy to be here. Good Friday. Awesome. Hmm. Noah, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself to start out?
2: All right. Uh, Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for... Thanks for bringing me in after me uh, pretty much begging you guys (laughs) to have me on as a guest. But I'm Noah Cliff. I'm a blonde, uh, like Nolan. Nolan, My hair was very blonde growing up, um, very long. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, But so I'm Noah Cliff. I'm a senior here at Canisius. I uh, study communications and journalism, and a little bit of anthropology. A couple years ago, for a minor. Interesting.
0: Um, That's really cool. Is that yeah.
1: this, is that like bones and stuff?
2: No, that's like. Uh, so I, I took biological anthropology my freshman year, my first semester with this man named uh, uh, James Burks, I think was his name. James Burks. And he was like seventy six, <laughs> and he had been working <laughs> at Kanisha since like nineteen sixty, and he was like a full on anthropologist. Like wrote books about huh. evolution and. Wait, so is that
0: offered as a major here?
2: Uh, it was, but it, like they closed it down like last year, like they um, they ended it. Um, <laughs> were you the last one? <laughs> yeah, I was a part of the last group of people to have it. Yeah, yeah. but he was very interesting, very weird, um, but a cool guy. Was yeah. So I took uh, like an evolution class with him, and then I took another class called anthropology and evolution, which we just learned about a bunch of evolutionists, and it was very like.
3: That's cool. Got yeah. me in touch with interesting. My That's spirituality. pretty cool. <laughs> like an interesting addition to your. Majors, Yeah. Just like.
2: I, ju- I really just did it because I thought it was interesting. That was really. I, yeah. I, I took
0: an anthropology class in high school, and I actually loved it. I wasn't yeah. expecting to. I just took it because I needed another elective, but mm-hmm. it was actually really interesting.
2: <laughs> the, the minor came with like a sociocultural anthropology, and uh, we just learned about different cultures. And then um, sociolinguistics was another class. Um, another very interesting teacher named uh, Candeline McCombs, and she was hmm. very cool. She, like, sailed her boat around the world once, so. Huh.
3: Do you think, like, your interest in anthropology connects at all to, like, journalism and yeah. communications?
2: Absolutely. Um, I, I, I guess I came in into the communication studies program as a freshman because I, the way I would describe it to people, they'd be like, why are you communications communications major? And I'd say, because I want to work with people. Mm-hmm. So uh, when it came to anthropology, it's, like, the study of humans. That's, like, what it translates yeah. to I guess um so just learning about uh culture like cultural history and stuff like that was definitely it, it does connect because if I do do things with journalism um which I don't know if that's the route I'll go right away um but if if I do it's going to be about like individuals and like people's stories and that's awesome yeah so
3: so you don't know if you necessarily want to do journalism right away or mm-hmm. forever necessarily, but you do do some like freelance work, right? Yeah.
2: Well, um, I've done before I've, um, I'm saying I'm a lot. <laughs> I've, I worked as an intern at my, uh, hometown paper in skinny Atlas, New York. Um, it's very small. It's called the Eagle news, skinny Atlas press or something like that. But I wrote about, uh, Memorial Day parade and pancake breakfast and uh, a farmers market. So that's like that's the extent I've done getting published. Uh, are you speak? Are you talking about the with freelance, like the Hotel Henry thing, or?
3: Um, sure. Like, I mean that. Yeah, that's kind of for one of our classes. Yeah, but yeah. I would
2: like to do stuff like that, though. Uh, yeah.
3: So like bigger uh, magazine pieces. Yeah. You think? More. I
2: think. I think that I'm learning that I if I if I do it that would be a route that I would want to go. The reason I'm reluctant is because I'm not sure that I, I don't know. I. It's hard to, Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to hear what your guys' perspectives of like getting into the journalism world, if we, we want to talk about that. But it's like kind of, it's really intimidating to me. It doesn't seem like, it seems like it'd be really difficult Yeah. to start I out. Think, so like, I'm like, <laughs> being
3: a journalist is definitely, there's like a lot of pressure mm-hmm. to go along with that, especially Having your work in print, right? I don't know
2: if I'm confident in my writing yet <laughs> enough to be like I'm going to be a journalist. It, it
1: honestly, it, it takes a while yeah, to get does. that confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been, I've been writing for semi-professional publications since high school. I wrote for my high school paper, wrote for the Griffin. I've wrote for online blogs and stuff, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it is. I still kind of struggle with that. You know, it, it's taken me. So I've really been writing for, what? close to five six years now Mm -hmm. and it's still just like am i really that good i don't know Mm -hmm. no i agree i feel like it's
0: it's something you you start out like lacking confidence with but then eventually i don't even want to say you build up the confidence it's just eventually you just kind of forget about it you're like you know what i'm gonna like with the Griffin, i'm like i'm gonna write this i'm gonna have this like be published and Mm. you know it is what it is exactly (laughs) exactly i i hate to make it sound like you like don't care but that's kind of how it is eventually you're like you know what like this is something I should be proud of yeah, and yeah. yeah I so. mean I
1: think a good way to think about it is I mean if you're still writing it's good enough to even if you think it sucks like you you're, you're still in the paper <laughs> <laughs> that's a good I also point. think
3: like the nerves of the of getting your work published helps in writing it because you like take it a little bit more seriously mm-hmm. and, and that's like an important thing when you're writing
2: yeah mm-hmm. But uh, I, w- I do want to go um, – I'm, I'm learning that I want to go more like the PR route, I think, mm-hmm. and, like, communication side, um, which might be a good bridge into
3: – So what what have you done at Canisius or outside of Canisius that has, like, made you interested in that?
2: So the, so the one thing that's made me, um, I think, be more confident, that's what I want to do, is the Bills internship. Uh, so I – Nolan and I both work uh, for the Bills. We have game day quote team internships with the media relations department. Um, It's my second year doing it, and it kind of... When I when I tell people it fell into my like I told my advisor once that it fell into my lap and she was like no it didn't like you went and you went and did what you had to do to get it And I was like alright I guess but doesn't <laughs> <Just laughs> feel bad about yourself yeah <laughs> exactly so you know like AWMC it's like the Association for Women and Men in Communications like a club a small club okay, on nice. campus and Wanzer's I was the advisor yeah right? Dr., uh, Dr Wanzer is the advisor and um, my sophomore year we went and visited the bills, uh, facilities and probably, I mean, not that many people went and not that many people took it. I mean, I think maybe it was $10. Like I didn't even know if we had to pay actually. Um, but we went and like we got to interview probably eight different people who worked in communications related jobs. It was like a, let's go see what it looks like to work in this field. And, we sat in the press conference room and asked these people questions, and I probably asked 15 questions, and everybody else combined asked, like, five. Wow. Just because people weren't they, – maybe they weren't interested. You, I mean, you guys know how it is here, mm-hmm. and maybe it's like this everywhere. I can't really speak for other colleges, but people don't like to talk.
3: Yeah, sort there, of an apathy. Yeah,
2: there are so many classes where I'm in where every time a teacher asks a question, there's silence for 10 seconds until somebody feels bad, and it's like <laughs> – all right, I guess just, I know the answer yeah. to this. But it was like that there. And I really, like, the people who are working really like that. They're like, this is what you're supposed to do. And so Dr. Wanzer was like, great job. And then I went back for a sports journalism class with Tim Graham, who mm-hmm. uh, is a writer for The Athletic. He used to write for the Buffalo News. And he took us on another field trip there just for our class. And we got to uh, do a mock interview with the general manager, Brandon Bean, right after the draft. It was really cool. Um, but we also got to talk to uh, the PR director, um, Derek Boyko. And, again, myself and Mike Pasarczyk mm-hmm. were the only ones who asked any questions. And wow. I went up to uh, Kevin Kearns, who is the – I don't know if he's a director of communications. They all have different terms. But um, I just said, how do I work here? And he said, well, you – he was at both of the uh, – uh, like field trips. field trips, yeah. And he he said, "Well, I see that you're you have initiative. You came up to me and you asked me like how to work here. Here's my email. Like we have this job open. Send me your resume, and we'll figure it out."
3: Wow, that's awesome. Right.
2: And from there, it just. Um, it, I mean, I've been a Bills fan my whole life, so it has been an amazing experience. Um, yeah.
3: That's well, <laughs> Nolan, how did you get? The yeah, intercept? so
1: mine, somewhat similar, but not mm-hmm. not the exact same. So, st- so I also took the the sports journalism class with Tim Graham last semester in the spring. But so at, towards the end of the semester, um, I actually got a text from two of my friends. One Dave Maurer, mm-hmm. who um, texted me the links, like, "Hey man, I think you should apply for this. The, you know the the media relations internship. I think you should apply. I think it'd be great for you." Um, and Dave's now. Once he graduated, he actually got a PR job with the Seattle Seahawks, and now he's actually in Dallas working for the Mavericks of the NBA and the Cowboys. Um, so Dave sent me that, and I was kind of like, you yeah, know, what? I, I, I forget exactly what I was thinking, but I remember like seeing the text. And I'm like, oh, I'll never get that, or like whatever, yeah. because I was also going. I was, I was, I wanted to get an internship with the with the Buffalo Bisons. Bisons is that how I'm pronouncing it right? Yeah, Bisons. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I get a lot of flack for that. <laughs> um, so I was gunning for that internship over the summer, but it isn't paid you can not get college credit for it and the way canisius's journal or internship program works i didn't finish the classes i need to yet to get an internship for college credit so i was a little like mad because i couldn't get the internship yeah. so like i, I remember saw, that yes yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i saw you no know, dave sent me that and i was like yeah whatever like i probably can't do it because i didn't really think about it and then Patrick Collins, Patrick, mm-hmm. Pat, sorry, Pat Collins, who's a senior here, right? Yeah, he, yeah, he had senior.
2: the internship last year. He did yeah. the same one with so, me.
1: So literally a week later, Pat texts me and says, hey man, you should apply for this. I think you'd be great for it. And again, I'm like, eh, whatever, whatever. Like I'm home, it's the summer now. I'm like, ah, whatever, I'm just gonna go to work. And then about a week later, uh, Tim Graham emailed me. And he's like, hey Nolan, the bills uh, every year ask me to send um, this email to like my best students. Uh, I think you should apply for this position. So like Tim sent me that, I'm like, Okay, fine, I guess I'll apply. <laughs> Three people Yeah, you. It was meant to happen. And honestly, if Tim didn't ask me, I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have yeah. applied for it because I just didn't really think about it. Um, so then I applied, I had my interview, got the job, and I don't know, the rest is kind of history.
2: Yeah, and for, for those of you listening who might not, or even if you guys don't know exactly what we do, um, it's kind of in the name, game day quote team. We go to every home game, and the main part of it, I would say, is recording. The most important part of our job is recording and transcribing the interviews with the players after the games and with the coaches. So what that entails is people going into the home and away locker rooms, and they call them media scrums, which is all of the uh, reporters in the locker room. These guys, after the game, are changing their clothes. If they'd lost, they're pissed off. Like... You know, it's it's a weird environment to be in at first, but it's like really cool to see like oh my gosh, these are human beings, and um, and you have to stick your. Hand, and I'm short, and Nolan and I were both not tall guys. <laughs> yeah. We have to stick our little arms in like in like people. You can tell the reporters don't really want us to be there. Like what are they? they know why they we're there. The the players sometimes I remember looking at me and just being like. Who are you? So like, <laughs> I don't like, look yeah. like a... Like, yeah, I'm like, not, dude, I don't know. Yeah, I'm here, here <laughs> man. I'm they told um, me to be here. <laughs> yeah, and, and then we have to go up, and there's about eight of us, and we transcribe the interviews. And our other responsibilities are, during the games, we help out in the press box, which is where all of the reporters sit, We help out in the broadcast booth, which is where, when they have like national TV broadcasts or radio broadcasts, and the (coughs) owners and the and some of the coaches who like sit up in the stands, um, Mm -hmm. in these in these booths. Um, We like help out and pass out stats in there, and we also uh, the coolest part, and we can probably both attest to this, and everybody who's ever had the internship can attest this, is that three times a year we get to go on the field for games Mm -hmm. and we follow around a photographer uh i've worked with a guy named craig melvin he's He's, awesome yeah he's just like this super down-to-earth guy who's just taking pictures the whole time and all we have to do is we follow him make sure we're not anybody's way and then take the sim or sd card i think that's what it's called yeah sd card yep and just run it in and so they can put it on social media and that's really that's cool. And we run it back. And Craig is always like, if you run too fast, he's like, chill out, man. Like, enjoy yeah. the <laughs> game. And last year, um, some people listening might remember, uh, there was a brawl during the game against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, probably 20 yards away really? from that brawl. And, like, you saw it all transpire. And it just – I was talking to the guy who was cutting my hair this morning, actually, about this. And it just, like, it kind of made me realize – this is the closest I've been a football fan my whole life. This is the closest that somebody who has like lived a life like us, like we're not in, we're not going to be in the pro sport. You know, I'm not going to be a coach. I don't know if that's your plan. Um, But like, this is the closest we're going to get to experiencing what it's like to be in the NFL. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, And it's something going into it. I didn't really realize, but, and I, th- I want to take – I don't want to take it for granted, you know. Yeah. Um, because now it's it, my second year doing it. I'm, I go there on off days and stuff. Like, I work there on every Monday and oh, nice. record and transcribe the interviews. And I would like to work there. Yeah.
3: But. I think it's so cool because, you know, I'm a big Bills fan as well. And I just think it's so cool that you guys have this opportunity to, to do this internship mm-hmm. with the Bills. Like, I, when I go to the games with my dad and I'll tell – him, I'll tell people we tailgate with all the stuff, like, I have friends that are going to be on the mm-hmm. field at the game, like, they're, like, doing this media internship, and, like, everybody's always so impressed, because I think in Buffalo, even more, in more so than other cities, in my experience, um, the Bills and the NFL is, like, the superstar stage, mm-hmm. like, in the players and the coaches, like, you know, all, the whole city has their eyes on them. Right. So, the fact that, like, just going to Canisius, you have an opportunity to like be led into that world right. and be a, literally a part of it and contributing to it is truly amazing like
2: yeah and i think that that i don't think that um i think that anybody who goes to Canisius can experience these type of things oh you know hypothetically yeah with, in, like, in perfect, and yeah and but <laughs> it just it's like I feel like a lot of people talk down on Buffalo, and, and that was me included when I first came here because when you're stuck in this bubble kind of on Canisius and you don't do much to to branch out or if you don't have friends who are from Buffalo, it's like, oh, this is kind of boring. Like, this city kind of... And you, know, Most people you ask are gonna you know, like, yeah, Buffalo, there's nothing going on here. Mm-hmm. But once you kind of take a step out and you're like, I'm going to get involved in these things, like, this is a cool city. It wasn't yeah. always. <laughs> like, there's a there was you know it was not, not a great place 10 years ago but and mm-hmm. like your to your point about um, the bills and the NFL being like the superstar stage is like this is that's what we have uh, that like is a re- like represents national coverage yes, of something or completely. like connects us to the rest of because most people in the United States probably don't know what Buffalo is. And if they do, they're like, oh, there's a lot of snow there. And, like, the Bills suck. You know, yeah, that's-, and
3: that's why, like, I kind of say that it's more so in Buffalo, this, yeah. this admiration for the Bills than other cities, is because you go to other cities, other major cities with NFL teams, they also got major hockey teams. They've also got major tourist attractions. Mm-hmm. They've also got, you know, celebrities and Broadway musicals, like right. they have other things going for them, right. and like one of the small, really important things going for Buffalo is the Bills Like right. it, you know, brings a lot of tourism, money, mm-hmm. and just like interest to the city. So absolutely, it's, it's important even if you're not necessarily a football fan. Right. Yeah, and that's why, I, like I,
2: like I said, I'm so I'm very grateful, and I'm I'm glad that the opportunities, you know, were presented, and then I took advantage of them, and and like like it's cool like when pat told me nolan was working i was like i could not have thought of somebody <laughs> who i would like have recommended more oh thanks dude. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like it's Aww. it's so cool and like i didn't know pat before last year but we got to spend every home sunday together and him and another guy colby i've gotten become friends with and like the like nolan and i have gotten to know each other more like we always knew each other but like it just is, it's just as it's it's cool to experience that with other people and I kind of felt weird coming into this season because I was a, well, Colby and I were the only ones who were coming back so like my my perspective coming into the first preseason game was so different but it was cool to see everybody's like then not everybody thinks it's that cool which surprises me yeah they yeah. hire some really? people who they
1: don't seem don't really care they just they
2: don't <laughs> really know much about football and they don't really care about the bills they just like I don't know how they got the job. I don't know why they applied for it, but and not this isn't like to knock on them. Right? I mean, if they don't like if they don't like it, they don't like. It. Not that they don't like it, but it, some might. people just don't appreciate it. And not everybody can appreciate it as much as I right. can. Right, they
3: but, might just see it as work, right, rather than yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But that's it's not. It's uh, honestly like I mean, Noel and I were talking. We have to be there at seven thirty on Sunday, and we leave at seven thirty probably there for twelve hours, but. I'm not going into it like, oh, I have to work a 12-hour shift today. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah
3: you get to go to the Bills game. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Of, watch the game. <laughs>
1: um, no, well, one interesting little little uh, fact. Um, so this Sunday, they play the Dolphins. And after the game, I got assigned. So every, what, Friday or Saturday, our boss sends us out the uh, game assignments, like what, what, we, what we have to do mm-hmm. and stuff. So my post-game assignment, I'm going to be in the visiting team locker room. So actually, one of Miami's starting linebackers, Jerome Baker, uh, went to my high school oh. and he graduated two years above me. So he would have graduated college last year if he, but what? he went He went to Ohio State. He graduated
2: right. two years. That, that's crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. So, like, so young. like, I knew
1: him. Like, I actually I had a couple classes with him. Oh, wow. Um, and my mom is a guidance counselor at my high school. Dude. So like, he knew my mom. Yeah. So I'm about to go in the locker room someday and be like, hey, Jerome, do you remember me? Dude, you, um, you absolutely <laughs> should. You that yeah. And, yeah. and a that's actually, that's it's, a good, it's
2: cool. I mean, <laughs> that's a good point because coming into, like when you go in the locker room, you have to, and this is, we, we kind of talked about how we want to talk about how we learned about uh, real life experiences yeah, yeah, in definitely. college. You have to separate, especially if you're a huge fan like I am, you have to separate yourself when you're in that locker room. You can't be like, oh my gosh, these guys are NFL football players and like staring at them. Like, <laughs> even though you do that, like my in first time in little. that, my <laughs> after the first uh, first game last year, I was in the locker room and I think they won. I can't remember. It was a game that they won and there's a but they have like a bunch of uh, oranges and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and stuff in the center the locker room. And I saw Deion Dawkins, who's an offensive lineman, just like rummaging through these oranges. <laughs> just like you know you know when it's like the to if you're listening, like the oranges that you stick in your mouth when you're a kid and like it's like a mouth guard almost
3: yeah 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 yeah,
2: yeah, that way yeah the slice that way he was like doing that and like ripping them out and i was just like looking at him (laughs) like he's like can i can i I, like swear on this like i mean
3: i'm looking uh, at nolan (laughs) can i say
2: like the a word yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) he's like these are some good ass oranges (laughs) and i'm like yeah they look like they're good at he's like he's like try one and i'm like do I, like, is, am I going to get in trouble if I eat an orange meant for the players? And I'm like, look around, I'm like, nah, man, I'm not going to eat it. He's like, come on. I, like, I I told you, that's you can awesome. eat an orange, eat an orange. And so I, I was like, all right. That's and it was good. Like and that. I was like, yeah, it's a good-ass orange. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man. And so you have, to, you have to separate yourself and not be, you have to, like, take yourself away from being a fan. You can still internally be a fan and, like, be cool, but... I can't. We can't go up to someone and say, "Hey, can I have your autograph?" Oh yeah, no. Can I have those? Those cleats are cool, man. Can I have those cleats? Like, (laughs) they might give them to you, but yeah, no. (laughs) It's it's cool.
1: Like, um, two weeks ago, last home game, Frank Gore broke the, uh, the. He's one of four players of all time to rush for fifteen thousand or more yards, so post game I was standing next to him while reporters were asking him about it. It was just kind of a cool feeling like mm-hmm. this is one of the best running backs to ever played a game of football and I'm just standing here. Yeah. Like yeah. He's n- he he doesn't know me. He's never going to remember me, but I was right there when Frank Gore broke the record. Yeah, seriously kinda cool. <laughs> Yeah.
2: I actually interacted with Frank Gore in the bathroom once. That was probably another cool experience I got from wow. there. He was we were washing our hands and I looked over at him and I was like This is Frank Gore. He's like, "What's up, man?" I was like, "This is crazy." He's like, "Why?" I'm like, "You're a legend. You're a legend. You're a legendary football player." He's like, I appreciate that, but he's like, I don't really see it that way. I was like, What are you talking oh, about? He's yeah, like, What's wow. your name? I was like, My name's Noah. He gave me a fist bump, and I was like, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that
1: that is that's cool. A really that's cool really story. cool. <laughs> yeah.
3: Where, so me and my dad have season tickets to the Bills, and where we sit, like we sit um, on the aisle where the steps are, and across the steps, just like ten seats in, that's where Jim Kelly sits for oh, wow. all the games. So like, I can just kind of tilt my head. Um, and see, like, is Jim Kelly there? Mm -hmm. Or, like, sometimes it's him and his wife or him and his daughter, like, we're always like, is he there? Yeah. And he always felt like, it's it's cool that he's, you know, sitting with the fans. Right, he's a nice guy, too. He's awesome. Like, Like, no one bothers him. Um, He might leave early, he might not, but, like, he's just there to watch the game. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: Especially, like, for him through all of his, uh, because he had, like, cancer in his mouth, he still would go, like, if he wasn't feeling great, so... Yeah, that's cool.
3: Yeah, last week, or last home game, um, he was on the field for that wedding situation. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he wasn't in the seat for that game. That was weird. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was up for the, those I, people. I, Congratulations. I, Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, I was on the field for that game against the Patriots. Um, and I was just I was debating. I'm like, okay, it's halftime. Should I go in and get like a snack, go to the bathroom, or should I watch this wedding? I'm like, I'm going to go and get a snack. <laughs> didn't so, watch the wedding wow. so, so congrats to the couple that got married yeah. but did not actually Shout watch it. So. I thought
3: it was kind of cool. Yeah, it's definitely a little it definitely, odd.
2: yeah. But it's like, against the Patriots, like, <laughs> we're losing, not playing well, and there's like a wedding. In the, yeah, yeah, she's like, oh. Yeah.
1: Me and my dad cool. were laughing
3: because they like gave them um, tickets to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. as their like wedding gift or whatever. It was like their honeymoon gift. Oh, and it's actually and sweet. It was, it's in, yeah, Miami, pretty, it's in Miami, too. It's in Miami. pretty sweet. But the... the woman bride, um, she was more excited for that those tickets than getting married. <laughs> yeah. She was like oh losing her mind. <laughs> which was kinda of funny. That's cool, they
2: surprise them with that too.
3: Yeah.
0: I love that you and your dad go to like every game. Like I love that like he's still in Pittsburgh but he still comes up like, Yeah, for
3: all the games. Yeah, he grew up in Buffalo so he's raised a Bills fan and mm-hmm. raised me a Bills fan. And so he will leave Sunday morning at like five, five thirty, pick me up at eight. Go to the Bills game. It's Sweet. a long day yeah, for him. That's dedication. I and mean, he goes home after it. So well, like, he'll he usually um, stays in a hotel. Okay. Uh, Sunday night and leaves Monday. So
2: oh, there's three home so. games in a row. So yeah. So he's <laughs> all of them. <laughs> of every trips. single
3: one. Yeah, it is a lot of dedication.
2: It's cool. Anything
1: else, guys?
3: Um, do you want to talk anything else about like other? Um, real world experience that you've had from canisius or maybe how how
1: important you think it is yeah
3: like even you could touch on um ways that canisius has influenced or impacted you in your passions or interests
2: yeah so like i was saying to you guys before um and i'm not i don't there's no right way to do college you know there's not like i'm not it's different wherever you go we happen to go to a small school so it's a little bit easier to kind of put yourself out there um but it's definitely to me college was my experience like reflecting i'm in my senior year and i don't have a lot left to do um it's a lot more than just going to class and in people like partying um i think when i came in you know i didn't really know what to expect from college i'm like the one of the first people like the second person in my family that's going to like gra- actually graduate um or third i think but uh Yeah, so it's like, for me, I got involved in Alpha Kappa Psi, which is Mm -hmm. uh, a co-ed professional business fraternity on campus, and I joined it my freshman year because, like, those were the first people I met. I, like, ran into some seniors just, like, one of the first weekends, and they were like, hey, come hang out here. Um, So I, like, hung out with them, and I got to, like, really enjoy being with them, and I know that fraternities get a bad rap, and I've, like, been... You know going back and forth in my mind since i've been here because i'm not the type of person to join a fraternity where i'm going to get hazed and yeah. where the, the objective is to like get with girls and drink so but the fact that it's like a co-ed professional business fraternity like that those t- things don't exist in it um but i joined it because of the friendships and it ended up bringing me some opportunities and just like getting me out there and meeting with people who are like living in the world or living in Buffalo and it's like out of this bubble and maybe they and a lot of them were alumni from Canisius so Um, but I also got to go to like some conferences in uh like Denver and in Boston and in Atlantic City and meet people and it was a good experience um and I think that's more just to say like get involved in a club and you guys Mm -hmm. can speak to this like you have time, you know, you have free time, no matter what you're doing in college, no matter what your major is, you're going to have time to interact with people. Or if you're commuting, like you're going to, you can join clubs and a lot of them, some of them will get you more involved than others, but do what you can. And, um, so those gave me some, just, just a lot of like networking experiences and like resume and interview help. And, Uh, Working at the Griff Center, I've worked there since my freshman year as well. They have helped me a lot because I like, I have a good relationship with all the people who help with that type of stuff. Like whether it be interviews and resumes or uh, like different events on campus, I always like had an in on those. Um, So that was really valuable working with them. Um, And like I said, uh, well the communications department really, Mm -hmm. Is something that like I am where I am today I feel like I'm I I feel set up well to graduate and I I feel that way because of the communications department and my advisor Dr. Irwin and Mm -hmm. then Dr. Wanzer. Dr. Wanzer I did research with her we did um, in one of our research methods class classes we had to interview two cancer survivors sorry and like talk to them about cancer survivorship and the main thing was like do you identify as a cancer survivor because that term is something that is like very identifiable and people yeah. you know it can, it can be their identity some people don't identify with it though Dr. Monster being one of those people so that's that was why that was kind of like a, a part of it and also just like things related to communications and being a patient a right. cancer patient but we're like working to get that published right now and like I contributed to a scholarly article that's and awesome. interacted with data and stuff like that. So that definitely gave me experience just like having to do research and stuff like that. Um, and then Dr. Irwin getting me the internship with Roswell Park. That's mm-hmm. that's definitely got given me some experience. Just having to interact with like professionals and like i i got a chance to meet like the ceo of roswell park and like have a conversation with her and just like being able to go to that conversation with things to say and mm-hmm. not just being like if i had just you know you know what i mean yeah like, just like
3: prepared right. and right. like prepared for like a professional setting like that yeah That's yeah cool.
0: what and do you do for your uh, roswell internship is it similar to what you do for your bills
3: so like?
2: it, it's it's different it's uh the main thing is is that the Roswell one's not paid and the Pills one <laughs> is, sorry. I, I work there on Tuesday and Wednesday mornings. Um, and I basically go there and I sit in the cubicle. Um, I'm a special events, in, that's like what the, the term is, or like my, my title is special events intern for the Roswell Park Alliance Foundation. And they're the ones who, like, who raise all of the money to go towards research not all the money obviously people pay for it and stuff but it goes towards a lot of cancer research it goes towards like patient care and um you guys know like the ride for roswell mm. and like if you heard of, like bald for bucks and all mm-hmm. those different events where people are raising money for cancer research they plan those um so i i Basically, I'm just like a helping hand. So if any of the, I work with all women, uh, like 15 women in this office, and they are all like incredible co-workers. Like I haven't met a single person there who's like, obviously that type of job can be stressful. So you see people in, like you are expected to bring in money for this massive thing in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you see people have stressful days, but everybody's been really great to me and Uh, they'll just say hey I have this spreadsheet right here will you go through it and pick out these things or I had to like look up the the best bike shops in America Hmm. so that they could reach out to them and um, stuff like that and it's a lot of little things and it can be mundane at times and when you're taking an internship through school they tell you that it's not like you shouldn't just be doing that type of stuff and I've been getting more responsibilities but just like getting in with something like that and like even if I'm doing the smallest thing f- towards an event, I'm still like can see how that translates to this like massive event that. Right. Like the ride for Oswald brought in five point five million dollars last summer, and wow. um they had a the first day of giving that I helped out with the you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, and they raised like a hundred grand, and that all just goes to That's incredible research and helping out people. So I think like. If I've learned one thing going to school here, it's like immerse yourself in Buffalo because it is interesting what's going on here. And um, maybe it's not as exciting as every city mm-hmm. in the country, but we're here, you know? Yeah. So and there's a lot of young people who are doing cool things. And I think
3: there's like a lot of opportunities for young people to mm-hmm. immerse themselves. And like, I think that's one of the cool things about being in Buffalo as right. well there might not be, um, I don't know, like it's not necessarily easy to immerse yourself or get Mm -hmm. involved in things, but it's definitely easy to find something and like find something to be passionate about create something. Like there's so much room for us to contribute to the city, which is one of the things I love about it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think like you can go to the farmer's market on Elmwood and you can go talk to somebody who's like selling something random and like you can start to talk to them and have a good conversation with them and there's a good chance like what do they call us the city of friendly good neighbors neighbors. (laughs) like you could literally form a friendship with somebody at like a cafe
3: yeah and then you think about them the next week and you're like end up doing like a profile on them or Mm -hmm. um seeing them somewhere else in the city and it's right
2: you definitely see a lot of people around yeah for sure what do you guys love most about buffalo the food
1: (laughs) yeah i I mean the 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 amount of just like local restaurants and local places here is actually pretty crazy yeah Yeah. i would agree Um, with that a lot
2: of passionate restaurants like people who that's that's, that that sets people apart is like when you go to a restaurant and like the atmosphere is great the service is great the food is great like they're thinking about what they're making like
3: yeah even just like i've noticed there's so many, like, local coffee shops, yeah. and each one is so unique, and, mm-hmm. like, it's aesthetic, it's vision, it's sort of, like, mission to either be, like, environmentally friendly or right. their vision with fair trade or something. Like, It I think the, the vision and passion, mm-hmm. that different organizations have right
0: right like it's a small town with big city amenities i don't even did i say that word yeah right? big city, city um, um s- amenities Ameni- <laughs> <amenity. laughs> <laughs> but like growing up here that's something that that i realized just
3: mm-hmm. i don't know
0: like it's it's a very small area like like you said like you're bound to run into people you know more than once but it just it has a lot of big city feels to it like yeah which i think is really cool Mm-hmm. Do you
2: guys feel like um, working with the Griffin has like or what else has helped you guys feel mm-hmm. like you've gotten experience more than just classes and stuff for at Canisius?
3: Yeah, I would definitely say the Griffin has helped me in that area because it's made it so much easier, or not so much easier, just given me more excuses to explore the city and explore Canicia. So Mm -hmm. it might mean just like, I kind of have to go to this event or poetry reading, or I have to go meet this person for the Griffin, but it's forced me to do it, which ended up being super rewarding. Yeah. So that's what, and like doing other like freelance things and Mm -hmm. just like, um, Exploring journalism has made it easier for me to explore the city, which is why I love it Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: no, I agree with that as well I think the Griffin has for sure, but I also think just going to school here in general like I'm I'm from the suburbs So I feel like going to school like in the city. It's really like I don't want to say forced me But I, I guess like it has like forced me to explore the city more like prior to going to school here I never really went to like you know Elmwood Allen Street you know like I never really was in this area so now that you know I'm here four or five days a week and you know like I'll go out to eat I'll like hang out with friends I'm kind of like exploring the city more and I really I really like that Mm
1: -hmm. yeah I I think for me you know from being out of state um it was just the friends I made and a lot of them being from Buffalo you know they uh like saturday afternoon the last couple years i'll be like all right let's go walk down elmwood or something like that and then you i I was able to see these places and um that kind of brought me out of it more and made me see more of buffalo so just 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 the friends i've had and the people i've met from the city
3: Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i mean there's, there's a lot going on
3: yeah it's a cool place yeah for sure go bills
2: go bills go browns
3: Go Bills! Get Bills out! <laughs> <Not at> all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. All right. Yeah, well, I, I really
2: appreciate. It. I really gotta say. That. Yeah, well, thanks for your time, guys. I enjoyed thank you. this. I thanks hope for being our first some guess. good yes. content. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to listen back to my voice and hate how I talk or oh,
3: <laughs> Me every time. You'll get. You'll get used to it. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah.
2: Thanks for listening, people.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much. You want to sign All us right. off, Steph? Well, ma- make or sure you? to
1: follow us uh, on Twitter at RealGriffCast. For more news and updates. Not only this podcast, but the rest of our lineup and Steph, send us off.
0: Have
1: a good day, guys. Boo! <laughs>